0: Welcome to the Sacred City Life podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping our church, Sacred City Church, follow Jesus in the everyday normal rhythms of life. And I think we got an interesting topic for us today on the podcast. I've got these three esteemed gentlemen. Would you uh, introduce yourselves? How's it going? I'm Alex Tate. Kevin Knorr.
1: Rob Spextrith.
0: All right. And today, we are going to be following up from what we've been talking about on the Westminster Confession of Faith, our Theology for Everyone segment. So if you haven't listened to that, you might want to go back and listen, Um, because we just got done talking about the Sabbath, Uh, what we can do on the Sabbath, what is the Sabbath, do Christians still keep the Sabbath, what day is the Sabbath? We answered most of those questions on that uh, previous podcast but we want to get into some more nuts and bolts and actually how to, how to practice a worshipful, restful Sabbath Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. Now, the Westminster gave us some good um, things to think about. It said, first off, that a good Sabbath begins... Saturday night or on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it says that we have to prepare our hearts and, um, what was the word he used? Something about, pre- like not, not schedule, not prepare our schedules, but it said we will, we must...
1: Order the common affairs beforehand is the way yes, it. Yes, order
0: the common affairs beforehand, okay? So the goal of the Sabbath on Sunday is to worship God rightly with hearts ready to receive the word and to give glory to God and give thanks to God on Sunday morning and then to rest and enjoy the works of creation the rest of the day okay that's the goal in order to do that right if you if your wait if you if your schedule has you paying bills on Sunday afternoon how how restful will your Sunday afternoon be
2: the rest of the day, you mean? How stressful. <laughs> yeah. Did I pay this? Did yeah. I
0: not? Yeah. You're like guaranteeing an argument with your wife on yeah. that day. What is this from Target? Why is there 72 <laughs> withdrawals <laughs> from Target? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, exactly. So we should do that on Saturday, <laughs> right? So there's some things that we should prepare beforehand on Saturday. I mentioned in the last podcast that one of the rhythms that my Family has been doing, we've been doing it for about a year now, I think. It happened. It started during, no, maybe it's maybe it's been two years because it started right before COVID where we've been having, um, we kind of call it a Sabbath dinner. And we just, we go to my mom's house. My mom loves to cook din- meals. It's one of the ways she loves people and loves her family. So she cooks a, a meal and we bring my, my family, you know, we bring something too and bring all of our kids and my sister brings her kids and my mom and dad are there and we just enjoy one another. Um, as a family, we might watch football. We're all Alabama fans, so if the Alabama game's playing, we'll watch the Alabama, Alabama game. Um, I start us off with just a prayer and thank God for my mom and dad. Thank God for the grace of the gospel. Thank God for the meal that was prepared for us. Thank God for the worship, the worshiping community that we're going to be experiencing on Sunday morning. I ask God to prepare our hearts and prepare our minds even now to yeah. to worship God rightly.
1: You know, you called it a Sabbath, a Sabbath meal. So, just for our listeners to be clarified, that's Saturday night that you're talking about. You're actually talking about preparing your heart. You're getting back into this thing of ordering, well, preparing our hearts and even ordering your common affairs beforehand by having this meal on Saturday night. Yeah, Yeah, to prepare yourself for Sunday morning.
0: And we didn't talk about this in the last podcast, but the Jewish Sabbath actually began Friday night. It was Mm -hmm. from sundown to sundown, Mm -hmm. Friday night to Saturday night, sundown to sundown. And so we kind of practice the same thing, but ours is from Saturday night to to Sunday night. You know what I mean? Um, Preparing our hearts. Now, what I used to do, I used to just kind of use my Saturdays um, however I wanted. And a lot of times Saturday night, I would do a couple things. I would go to the office and work to, to put the finishing touches on the sermon for a couple hours and then many times I would have fight nights and I would have, we would watch the UFC and I'd have people over and I would be going to bed at like midnight and then I'd getting up and having, oh, to, no. having, to, having to preach early <laughs> in the morning. Now in the early days of the of this church, I was only preaching one service and it was a little bit later and I was younger, I guess, and I could do it. <laughs> yeah. But about, about two or three years ago, I realized I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. I have to, I mean, I'm miserable on Sunday morning. Mm. So if, if I, if I stay up that late, yeah. so I need to, do something, um, better. And I need to, and then I got into the study of the Sabbath and I started, okay, you know what, let's, let's start doing this. And so we started, um, we started doing this new rhythm and, and we, we really, we really enjoy it.
1: Mm. We really like it. Now for us, interesting. We, so you talk about don't do your bills on Sunday afternoon kind of a thing because that's, that's like work. Well, for us, my wife being a teacher, Sunday afternoons is actually really crucial for her to get prepared for the next uh, the next week, mm-hmm. and we used to fight against that and try not to. Okay, won't she won't work that that uh, that e- that afternoon or that evening, and she found that it really it, it really was difficult then on Monday. Monday became pretty challenging. So what we have done during the school year, so basically from September to May, our Sabbath begins really about noon on or a little bit after late mid noon. Uh, on Saturday, and we go through mid-noon on Sunday, so that then she can then start getting herself ready to go, kind of getting her head around her lessons that she's going to do. She does all her lessons plans on Fridays, but then she tries to Get, okay, what's what's tomorrow going to be about? And she's got to be, gotta be
0: one it? day ahead of those kids. Yeah, she's got to be one, right. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, so that's so so you know we we've tried to and it's worked. It's worked well because it's uh, when we tried to make Sunday just purely no work on that day, which we knew we should do. We need that rest. She was just stressing. Mm. She would just stress about the fact that I'm going to jump into class on Monday. You know, one minute ahead of the kids, you know, kind of appeal <laughs> <laughs> to it, and that's yeah. no good to be, you know. So, so that's work. So it's, it shows you the adjustment, and I think this is where we go back to what the Lord said that the, the Sabbath is. Is you know, He's, he's the Lord of the Sabbath. But the Sabbath is for for man, and so there is this place where it's supposed to be for us to bring rest to our souls. It's a time of worship. We get to still worship. You know, we worship on Sunday mornings. We have a great time uh, with with God's people on the, during the morning, and and then you know she starts work at basically the mid mid yeah. Sunday afternoon.
0: Yeah. One of the things that we talked about. So as as the spiritual leaders of our home, we're called we're called to be the head, right? And one of the main features of being the head is being responsible. <clears throat> that everything that happens in our home is our responsibility. Yeah. Our wife's sin is not our fault, <laughs> but it's our responsibility. Yes. Right. Our kids' disobedience is not our fault but it's our responsibility. And part of being responsible means having some difficult conversations with our wife, or maybe even just saying, you know what? I don't think this is healthy the way that you're doing this and, mm. and looking at our home and saying, I need to take responsibility for, for how our family is Sabbathing. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, preparing and doing the work beforehand on Saturday. And so the, the possibility of, you know what, if your wife, um, so let me just say there's, there's my wife tells me the literally one of the most stressful parts of her work week, every week is planning every single dinner, ordering, making sure she orders, you know, ordering all the groceries and getting everything here. And then, and then cooking said dinners. Um, she, most of the time she does, that's not enjoyable for her. And I know men who love to cook and I know women who love to cook for the most part. My wife is like that sometimes, but that's not, that's, she doesn't, she doesn't enjoy that most of the time. And so in order for her to actually have an enjoyable Sabbath, Mm. now I was, this is one of the reasons my mom loves to cook my mom loves to cook. When yeah. my mom cooks, she cooks enough for three days, every time. Like, she is always sending you home with, with food. Yeah. And everybody's in a bit of missional community with her. Yeah. There's people in our church, when they get sick, they call my mom.
2: Her <laughs> apple crisps.
0: <is> <laughs> Dude, her baked beans, her mashed potatoes. Yeah, for her sure. Her ham. Like, you could just go on and yeah, on. Yeah. Like, the stuff that... Her chicken dumplings. Okay, like, it just... It's unbelievable. Biscuits and gravy? Biscuits oh, and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> her biscuits and gravy are, are fire. So, yes. Um, so I had thought, all right, you know what? Let This Sabbath, my mom loves to cook. My wife, this is going to give her a chance to rest on, on Sunday night for the, or Saturday night. So let's go do that. What I wasn't thinking about is, you know, Sunday afternoon, typically we're all on our own most of the time. There's leftovers in the fridge. Occasionally we'll go out to eat after dinner. But then maybe even... Um what we, the last podcast brought up is okay maybe we need to actually have a frozen meal in the fridge have mm-hmm. something like that so then she doesn't have to cook Sunday night and she can actually have a full 24-hour sabbath yeah um where mm-hmm. she can worship God and rest from her her kind of normal job mm-hmm. right her normal job um and that's that's what we were talking about and I'm that's something I'm going to talk to my wife about today and i am sure she will be in full agreement <laughs> for sure <laughs> That's good. oh That's no good. please
1: so i here's another uh, thing to think about and i'd be curious to what we could be encouraging each other to do in terms of our children so you know we really want to we really want to try to teach our children just the enjoyment i, I you know i really think that god really wants us to enjoy this day he wants us to set it apart and and enjoy the worship of him and to like we were talking earlier, kind of recreate, recreate, recreate our souls. Um, I, it, how can we create a time for our children where they look forward? When that, you know, it would be great if they were looking forward to that the Sabbath, that they would yeah. love this command.
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. this this Saturday night dinner that my my kids love it. My kids love going over to their grandparents' house, seeing their cousins, playing with their cousins, and so. They are we going, Dad? Are we going? Are we going? Yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're going. They they really enjoy it. Another thing that I like to do as my kids get older, well, no, not two things. Number one is a Sunday evening walk. Mm. Um, we like when it's nicer out, you know, we like to eat our dinner, and then we kind of just leave the dishes in the sink and we go out and we go for a nice walk around the neighborhood, and we do this pretty often when it's when it's nice out, but Sunday afternoons especially. And another thing that I like to, to do in the summer and when it's nice out is I come home really mentally, spiritually drained, and I have found that most of the time I don't benefit from a Sunday afternoon nap. I don't know why. I don't, My, I just don't benefit from it. I benefit from getting physically active. And so I love to take my son and my, my older daughter and I've even taken, um, Piper as well. And we go mountain biking. I'll take them out mm-hmm. and we'll go ride mountain bikes. And it's fun mm-hmm. because it's a, most of the time I'm such a spaz. When I go <laughs> ride, when I go ride my mountain bike, I want to go as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm out there to get a workout and I'm out there to challenge myself and to just to rip it and hit jumps and all kind of stuff. But on Sunday afternoon, I am just I'm just out there to be outside in God's creation and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I, I take my kids and I'm at a slower pace and we're looking at the trees and we're looking at the flowers and we're breathing fr- fresh air and we're just enjoying, enjoying God's creation. Yeah, that's good. You know, and, and constantly just pointing my kids back like, God is so good. He's given us this day mm-hmm. to worship him rightly and to enjoy him. Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: Yeah, probably the thing that I think of that probably sucks life out of my Sabbath is uh, mindless TV watching, right? Mm. So, you know, for, and, and it goes back to, I've been thinking about this in terms of this whole preparation of your heart and how, what are you watching Sunday or Saturday night in, in preparation, you know, for worship the next day? I think that's something to be really considering is, because, you know, again, kind of being lazy, it's, you, you have to plan ahead. You know, they're they're saying here, do a little work, plan ahead and, you know, if you find yourself not, you can easily fall into mindless, just mm-hmm. watching something mindlessly and probably not preparing our hearts very well for worship. So I know that in our case, that's sure. that's been soul-sucking. <clears throat> I
0: think other things that we should think about, like, so Saturdays, we, we, it's a blessing that we have Saturdays off too. Like the Bible tells us to work six days and rest one. Mm-hmm. So what type of work should we d- be doing on Saturday? I mean, I would say do your laundry on Saturday, yeah. like mow your grass on Saturday, get the oil changed on Saturday, clean the house on Saturday, yeah. da, da 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 da. Go down the list, get that stuff done on Saturday. Don't spend Saturday running errands and I mean, whatever, just doing a bunch of stuff. So then you realize, oh, nobody has clean clothes on Sunday afternoon, and now you got to do all that work again yeah. on Sunday night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I would even, maybe even, you know, we should talk about kids' homework.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do we manage that? Yeah. I was just thinking about that because Sunday night feels like the chief night that
0: in oh, our yeah. home. Oh, well, I have homework. And so <laughs> managing, even now I'm thinking through, okay, so how are we going to restructure things? And if you two, being older and wiser, have any insight to to your point, Rob, how to restructure that so it doesn't seem like, it's not just, no, you're not allowed to do this. But instead, right. like, it's a beautiful, worshipful, restful thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when people typically, what we like to do, is we like to procrastinate mm. things and we like to put things off. Yeah. And the the longer we put things off, the more difficult they become most yeah. of the time. And we should learn how to do hard things. Mm-hmm quick get the hard thing out of the way right away my kids always talking it's hard it's hard and i'm like it, you know what's hard talking about how hard it is makes it harder yeah
2: you, know, you spent 30 minutes yeah kind of arguing <laughs> you just it been done. you
0: just spent Towards. 30 minutes tell me how hard it is that's making it harder yeah, yeah for sure so let's just get after it and get it done yeah and so maybe that means saturday afternoon mm-hmm. maybe that means saturday night maybe it means friday when you get home from school let's just knock it out yeah. you know whatever um but let's get that homework done so then sunday we can rest and enjoy and we don't have to, we won't have to get home and oh now right before bed we get all stressed out because yeah. we got to get this homework done and yeah. we got to study and we got to yeah. cram and we got to yeah, do all cool. this stuff and that just sets you up for a frustrating week
2: yeah. right so how does the the person that doesn't rest approach this and start some of these rhythms
0: hmm. oh my goodness Most people, I I have a few people that I love very dearly in my missional community. I'm tempted to name names right now, but I won't. Who, I understand where they're at because this is where I used to be. They have a very hard time resting. And they see everything in their life that they're doing as a necessity. Mm -hmm. And they're unwilling to compromise. They're unwilling to either cut things some things off or to let some things fail, right? To be able to put you know 60% into this one thing just knowing it's not going to be as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the hidden blessings of the Sabbath. Is it's meant to remind us we're not all that. Yeah. Like we're not God. Yeah. yeah. Like only God yeah. Gets his to do list done mm-hmm. every single day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and even he rests. And even he rests. <laughs> I mean. yeah.
0: And just think about when I think about Jesus, nobody really, I don't feel like most people don't give this enough weight. He's in the midst of invalids, he's in the midst of demon possessed people, mm-hmm. he's in the midst of spiritually broken, lost sinners. Yeah. And he does ministry, and then when he gets tired, when he realizes he's reached a point where it's no longer helpful for him or healthy for him, he immediately leaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With them all clamoring for his ti- time. Right. The, the apostles come, hey, they're looking for you. There There's many needs out there that haven't been met. And he was so secure in his identity as the son of God and as a loved and forgiven son of, of the Father that he wasn't dependent upon being everybody's immediate hero or meeting every single need. Mm-hmm. Proverbs says, the fear of man is a snare. Yeah. A snare is a type of trap that you don't see. Does, you, you can't really see it. You're running along. I mean, it's, we snare things like rabbits. And they're running along their normal track, and then, boom, they get caught up in the snare, and they're caught around their ankle, and it kills them. Like, it, literally, it kills them. Yeah. Yeah. And the fear of man is a snare. Now, what does it mean to fear man? that I am afraid of letting people down. Mm. I am afraid of disappointing people. I am afraid of being seen as somebody who can't handle it all. Or saying no. I'm afraid of saying no. no. Mm. I'm afraid of being seen as incompetent. Mm. I'm afraid of being seen as not a great leader. Many of the women that I've talked to, they believe the lie that they should be able to do it all. I should be able to have a full-time career and I should be able at the same time to disciple my children the way that I feel like is best and I should be able to have a, you know, to be able to go to the gym and I should be able to keep this type of figure and I should be able to eat healthy all the time Mm. and I should be able to never get stressed out and freak out on anybody and I should be, you just go (laughs) on and on and it's like, so you're saying you should be able to be better than
1: Jesus
0: (laughs) because I, I should be able to not need rest and not need a Sabbath. Mm. I think it's a lie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That even goes for the male that's, that's working, right? They want to provide, they want to do all these things and they get sucked into the trap of work, 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 work. And then they're not discipling their kids work, 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 work. And they're never around and they're mad because there's no relationship with them and their wives. You yeah. know, there's all these different, you know, pieces that come with that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not... Just, yeah, I don't mean to make it like it's just a female issue. It's a male issue mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But the Sabbath is meant to push back against this American ideal of define yourself by how much you can get done. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How many boards you can be on, how many things that you can have your fingerprints in, how much influence you can have. The Sabbath is meant to be a day where you can, like you know, smack your hands together, brush the dust off and say, the world will go on without me. Yeah, mm. that's, yeah. Right. yeah. That's, that's right. That's right.
2: That's good.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, God is the one who is his sovereign control. He can take care of it. Uh, <laughs> I, think,
2: I think even for me, like, uh, um, it's, it's a good thing. Um, but on Sundays for us, like our Sabbath, we, you know, we have Sunday dinners, you know, something that we want to like create a regular rhythm of, you know, having our boys come back because my wife's a, a great cook and from, you know, grilling to frying chicken to you know baking all those great things and, and bringing them back and we invite neighbors and family members over and it's a great thing but even for her like she's she's working the whole time you know and you know she'll say it's it's restful and she loves cooking and and, and having people over but you know it, it could have a weight on her you know where she's doing all the work
0: what you gonna do about that
2: yeah, I gotta I gotta make some decisions. I gotta, <laughs> gotta have that conversation with her and try to you know make learn some. Learn how to fry that, that chicken. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? That's right. Well, <laughs> or yeah. learn how to call KFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But it, but it's a good thing. It, and in our minds, it's it's a it's a great thing, but it, it takes up the whole day. Mm. You know, so what does it look like to to make some adjustments to that? Um, even order the food in, <laughs> you know, yeah. things like that, or switch it to a different day so that she can have a, a peaceful, restful day as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it goes back to where we started at the very beginning there, and that is we're 100% responsible for our families, and so we need to be thinking through what does it mean. So it might mean something completely different for one yeah. family to another family, just depending upon how God has kind of uh, made us all. And so, yeah. yeah, we're responsible to really have this good conversation with our yeah. with our family. And I think
2: time-bound, too, because I'm just a guy that if people are around, I can hang out all night. I can, I can hang out. Some people, I mean, like some people will say it's nine o'clock. Like, no, for me it's like midnight, one o'clock. I I can hang out all night and then wake up. Um, But the thing is, is that good for my family? Is everyone else wired the way I'm wired? And
0: how old are you, Alex? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like young man. How old are you, Alex? How old are you? How old are you, Alex?
2: I'm young. How, ten? how old are you? I'm 32.
0: 32, okay. I'm 42. I've got a decade on him. I, pro, I used to say the same thing when I was his age. Yeah. He, you were at my house smoking cigars till yeah. late, in, late at night. Yeah. I had no problem waking up the next day. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, like, what, what? Why do my eyes burn like this? Right. <laughs> now I have a whoop strap on my hand, on my wrist, that tells me when I'm not recovered. So I, I know when I'm not getting good enough, good enough sleep.
1: Yeah, just wait till you're 57, like oh. me. 15 oh. years older than you, and I feel <laughs> things... I couldn't understand why my dad would need to have so much more rest. Like, yeah. oh, now I know. <laughs> yeah. Why did my
0: dad over. fall asleep in his chair? Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's dad's chair. Don't go to dad's chair. I'm
0: that guy now. I'm that guy now. Like, if I've had a rough day... like. Sunday afternoon, if like right now, it's been really it's been cold and stuff. I haven't been able to get outside and do my normal thing on Sabbath, which kind of stinks. So yeah, yeah, it's hard. So I, um, I have been sitting in my chair basically watching TV, knowing I'm gonna fall asleep right yep. here. And my kids just think it's hilarious, you know, because I'm mouth open.
2: They're like, wait for it, wait right for it. It's about 7.01. 7- there on, he goes. They, he's they, down. Right.
0: He gone. No, they got it him on seven. YouTube and they're drawing things <laughs> on his face. Yeah, next, we, next thing we know. So there's. So we want you. To be thoughtful yeah. when it, when you think about your Sabbath and work through yeah. it. Now, this is um, something else that I'm gonna I'm gonna tag along to this because I think the Sabbath is is of course a biblical principle, but it also maybe we can extrapolate that out a little bit farther. And someone once said to me that we should have weekly rhythms of rest. We should have monthly rhythms of rest, we should have quarterly rhythms of rest, we should have yearly annual rhythms of rest, and maybe even some other things. So, so in, in the Old Testament, you talk about like every seven years, they were mm. required to give the field a, a Sabbath rest, like mm. the, the field's had to rest, and there's different forms of rest. So one of the things that I've taken from that council is about every five to six weeks, I take a solitude day. And it's a day where I go somewhere different. I always say a change of pace plus a change of place equals ch- a change of perspective. So I take my Bible, I take my books, I take some stuff that I'm reading and I go and I usually get like an like an Airbnb or I go out to a park or I go somewhere where I can get some plenty of time away. And I just take the whole day and get away from my normal work day and I just do something. I, I journal a little bit more. I read some a little bit more. I think through some things. I, I even have a sabbatical day document that I work through that asks me like, how, how, how is your soul? How is your relationship with your wife? How's your relationship with your kids? Some oh, different questions that I kind of ask myself that just helps me get perspective, um, and don't get caught up too much in, in my work. Mm. A quarterly rhythm that, um, that I would like to have or that I know that people have, Oh, I would say even a monthly rhythm that I have is date night with my wife. Like I want to go once or twice, on a, on a date night with my wife where we're kind of just enjoying one another. We're going out on a date and yep. the kids stay at home and we're trying to get caught up. Um, uh, I know a friend of mine has a quarterly rhythm of getting a, uh, one night away with his wife. He goes quarterly. Mm-hmm. Now we don't, I don't get, I don't get to do that. Um, right now in the season and of our life, but we, we make it, we try to make it a yearly thing where it's typically like we'll partner up with a conference or something. I'm going together for the gospel gospel coalition. And I just bring Amanda along with me and we get a day or a day or two um, alone. Or uh, maybe somebody will gift us um, someone gifted us a, an overnight stay in, in Chicago. And so we'll, we'll go up and, and that's really beneficial for us as, um, as a family and then yearly having some kind of vacation, having some kind of time that you, you get away with your family and you actually are in just, you've worked all year long and now you're going to enjoy and just rest. And it's so weird to me that just getting away and resting how much God does in me to prepare me to come back and have new ideas about sermon series, new ideas about discipleship methods, all kind of stuff comes yep. to me when I'm, when I'm rested, right? When I'm just grinding, that thing doesn't come to me. And then, <clears throat> um, every, basically for me, about every five years that we we've created a, a sabbatical po- policy at the church. So for pastors, full-time pastors, every five years, um, they get the option of taking a, like a, a sabbatical and taking three, three months away. Or if you wait 10 years, you can get six months away and you take a three to six month sabbatical to get some extended time away to just rest, worship God, and to ask him to restore your soul, and then maybe um, get some counseling, maybe write a book, maybe write, maybe do something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when we think we think about this, I know most people are like, "Well, I could never, I could never do that." Um, but it's so interesting how we have certain professions have this built in, like teachers.
1: Yep.
0: Like teachers work nine months Is it nine months? Nine months. Work yeah. work nine months, mm-hmm. and they have three months off. Yep. Every every. Every single year. That's just kind of, we just accept that as normal. Yeah. Right? I remember my teachers, some of my, my, my male teachers, they would they would build decks in the, in the off season and stuff like that. They'd just do a different type of work because they wanted to stay busy. They just want to, didn't want to sit at home. Yeah. But I think it's, a, it's an important principle for us to, to think about the Sabbath primary. This is what, like, you will not have a healthy soul yeah. if you are not practicing a weekly Sabbath. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: But that principle can get extrapolated out a little bit further and you could say, you know, what does my family need right now? What do I need right now? You know, I need a couple, I need a conference. I need to go to a conference. I need a couple days away to get some perspective on on some things. And we, um, I've been preaching this since the beginning of this church, but most people (laughs) just don't practice it. Even my staff don't practice it. So I forced them to do it. (laughs) And so... Um, what was it? October?
1: Yeah, October. That's when we got there.
0: October. I we um, Ben planned a staff retreat, and we took just a, it was just an overnight. Yeah. Right? We met in the afternoon, and then we stayed overnight, and then we we stayed about half the next day, and we went up
1: to where'd we go? It was Bellevue. Bellevue.
0: Uh, we went to Bellevue, Iowa. Which you ha- if you haven't been to Bellevue, Iowa,
1: yeah, surprisingly wonderful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's an hour from here, and there's like hundred foot cliffs on the river. <laughs> it's absolutely a beautiful little town. And, uh, we, we just enjoyed one another the night of, we grilled out over the, we grilled out over and had, a, had a fire and we sat outside and we, we guys smoked some cigars and we had some good drinks and the, the ladies, the ladies had their own cabin. We had our own cabin and, and we just, uh, thanked God for the work he'd done in our, in our ministries. And we just had a good time. And then we got up that next morning and, um, cooked breakfast and then we prayed together. I think was that, or did we pray yeah, afterwards. We,
1: we afterwards, yeah. Okay. So we took off on our own and thought through the new season that we coming into twenty mm-hmm. twenty two twenty two. So, yeah. yeah,
0: and and it was right there. So we could walk wherever we wanted to go. So many of them walked down the Mississippi River. Some of us walked up into the cliffs and walked up into the woods, and mm-hmm. and we just spent a cup, few hours, was yeah. it? A few yeah. hours alone, in solitude. And a few of our folks had never done that before, and and. Uh, uh, I know, remember, Rob. You wrote a. You just journaled the whole time. Oh, right? I
1: did. I had like four pages. <laughs> <laughs> I never have that kind of time. That's to do right. That. He's, that's he's great. He's
0: he was backed up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was bottled up. That's so good. he he needed to he needed to get some of that out. <laughs> and and that's every when I when I put that in my schedule, like Kevin here will say, Justin, you got a solitude day. Do you want to take it? And my first reaction, nearly every time, is yes, no. I, I
1: don't, don't have don't, time. Yeah, I don't have time right now. I
0: got now. way too much to do. It's going to put me behind. But, I, but I'm just trained myself to say yes, 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 yes. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize I needed this little bit of space. And sometimes it's just totally personal. Yep. It's like God's working on me with something in my marriage or something with one of my kids, and I just need to get that out and process it with the Lord. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's future-oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, But it's just giving yourself time. Again, like Jesus, pulling away from the crowds... To get alone with God and to say, what would you have for me in this next season of life, Lord? What would you have for me? Yeah,
2: yeah that's good.
0: <clears throat> and I think it's important for our kids, like that family vacation, um, getting a week or two and just saying, hey, maybe if it's just a staycation. Last year we didn't, uh, we had a new baby and didn't have the finances and stuff, so we just stayed home for. We just stayed home, but we just, all right, let's let's enjoy the city. Mm-hmm. So let's go mountain biking, let's go hiking, let's go do some things around our city. Yeah. But just taking the time as a family to not be working all the time, not be running all the time, not be pressured all the time, and to because listen, if you're running your kid if you're a a if you're a high performing person and you're pushing your kids to do that, they're they're gonna be learning kind of your idols. Mm. And and they're gonna be it's gonna be hard for them to be still and know that he is God.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. And so we need to be teaching our kids even to be still and know that he is God. Mm. And to Enjoy the good gifts that he's given
1: us. Yeah, one of the things I took from that time is I thought, how could I do this for my wife? Give, give her just even 12 hours, you know, just an overnight where she can kind of just on her own. Um, and I think, you know, with our children and the, 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 just the demand of, of what it means to be a mom and that that's a, you know, that's a 24 hour job. Yeah. And to give them even just a, you know, just a 12 hours, I mean, by themselves so they yeah. can just kind of do the same thing would be, I think, really healthy for them as well.
0: And maybe you even put it on the calendar and say, babe, I think you, this is something you need to do. Yeah. And they no, I could never. I would hate it. And they will. I think I think Emily uh, Arguello, when she went with us, she said, this was weird. Like, this was hard. This yeah. was hard for me. Like, I've never done this before. And then, like, this week, someone told me, I can't remember who it was now, that Emily had recommended that she takes a solitude day. And I was like, yes! <laughs> there you go. Um, because, and it, I think, you're right, Rob, I think we need to encourage our wives to do that. Now, maybe, maybe it's a, it's a conference, Gospel Coalition for the Women yeah. or something like that, or, or maybe it's just, maybe it's just four hours. Hey, take your books, take your j- journal, go to the coffee shop, yep. get away, yep. and... And I'll take care of I'll take care of things at home, or maybe it's a it's an overnight. Yeah,
2: I think that's good. I never thought about that because I mean, even if you 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 take your wife away somewhere, you know, in her mind, she's probably still trying to please you as the husband. As you know, I need to do X Y Z, so she's still stressed, and you know, I got to do all these things or make them feel comfortable or whatever. But when she's by herself, you know,
0: with the Lord, like let her have that time.
1: So yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's good.
0: Yeah. Any other thoughts or questions on? How we should handle the Sabbath as Christians.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: Okay. All right. Hopefully, this was helpful for you. Um, if you've got any questions, please email me. We know we can't address everything um, when we're just chit chatting here. So if you have questions, you have a pushback, email me, Justin at sacredcitychurch.com or rob at We would love to answer those questions. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. God bless.